0: i'm
1: coming to get you remember sally when i promised to kill you last i
0: lied get off my plane
1: i have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubblegum
0: john i'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes
1: this is GG between the balls! The disease. Not the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. That alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. What's going on everyone and welcome to another episode of Gimme Back My Action Movies the Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. Uh, Good morning, Charlie. I'm really sleepy. What'd you do to me? Uh, I have nothing to do with this, mister. I have two nights of just catting around out and about all over the state of Ohio.
0: (sighs) Yikes. I threw us off schedule and I'm doomed.
1: <laughs> Big time throwing us off schedule, man. Because now we have uh coffee and costner today. That's what uh, we're doing.
0: Costner and coffee. <laughs> hey <laughs> uh, Mocha and Costner.
1: Yeah, a little mocha, little uh frap and uh nah, I'm not going there. I can't <laughs> think of a bit T
0: costner. <laughs> costner. Just T Costner Just hey a hopper and a uh, uh what's another coffee name <laughs> I, don't, way... I don't know i don't even know how to order at starbucks i always panic
1: i, I, I don't either <laughs> i don't i don't even go in there i just i'm done i'm done with starbucks man i i don't speak your language man Real tired,
0: and we're doing this Saturday morning.
1: (laughs) I can tell, man. You're little little off your game here. Out uh, in
0: Cincy all night, and then wake up at seven in the morning after getting home at like one in the morning. So here we
1: are. I asked you when you wanted to start, so it's your fault, not mine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because I still think like that. I'm going to be filled with energy at any time of the day. You know, like oh no, in the morning I'm definitely awake. It's like no, no, I'm not.
1: No, 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 it's not. Although I will say, uh, thankfully, I had the extra time to make my way through uh, this extended cut of the movie. So I guess we should, they know what movie we're doing, but we're supposed to say the words now. So we are covering Waterworld, man.
0: But because we are professionals and we definitely talk to each other before we watch the movie, I text you last night going, Which version did you watch by chance?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I watched Ulysses Cut and you watched Theatrical Cut. Yes,
0: which is going to be cool because now we kind of get the dynamic of what's all different between the two. What you had watched, what I had watched. Um, I had bought it used at a local game store for like five bucks on Blu-ray. I was like, cool. And then after watching it, had learned about the Ulysses cut, which is very interesting that it's not a director's cut. No. I think that has to be put out there. It's a cut from, what, two different television airs, but released in high def and
1: uncut, from what I read. Yeah, so Arrow... uh... Distributors put it out, and I had never seen this honestly, never really heard of it till like last year. But essentially, this was a fan cut. There was, you know, how television when they air it for TV, they cut some stuff out, but they always seem to add scenes we never saw in the theaters. It was always strange, always strange. So there's all these additional scenes from like overseas and a couple of television ones, but I think there's like legit deleted scenes in this because studio
0: backs the Ulysses cut. Like they're the ones that allowed it to be released. So this is even more strange. The fact that a studio doesn't like try to kill this project right out the gate.
1: Right. So, Kevin Reynolds original cut was over three hours long. And I feel like this is probably the truest version we'll ever see of what he actually intended to come out. The studio and Costner took over at the end of production. Him and, uh, him and Reynolds went into this as friends. Uh, Costner recommended Reynolds to direct and they had a fallen out. Costner finished the movie without him. They made amends years later and did well, uh, they had a
0: fallout because they did Robin Hood together as well. And they had a fallout during that. And yeah, it took I, a producer to like, or maybe the writer, one of them was like, no, nope, you two are gonna sit in this hotel room and get along again. Like yeah. two kids, like two brothers on a road trip, you know.
1: <laughs> and they fell out again. Uh, yeah. And then they then they made up and worked again. So they re-edited everything to get the theatrical cut that we all the the one I know by heart is the theatrical cut and I really wanted to watch the Ulysses I wanted to see what I was missing and I was like I'm really happy I watched the Ulysses cut um but I'm glad I saw theatrical first because it's definitely more action paced and action packed Ulysses cut adds world building um and it explains so much more of what's going on around them. Well, you might
0: be able to answer some questions I have I today. Might,
1: I might. I very well might. I be read able a little today. bit.
0: You know, I do want to see the Ulysses Cut. Uh, obviously, this is an infamous tank of a movie.
1: Per, I guess, them. I don't know. I've loved this movie since it came out. So, but I mean, I, as far I, as money making, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: like this was one of those movies that. Everyone always talked about, like, I remember even as a kid, like, oh, no, it's a bad movie because it bombed. Like, that was just like the way it mm-hmm. people treated stuff like that, you know?
1: Yeah. it um, It is a lot of money wrapped I mean, up in this thing. Movie costs.
0: And this is crazy. In 1995, $175 million.
1: Yeah. All yeah. in an
0: original IP. This isn't based on a comic book. This isn't based on, like, a series of novels from back in the day. No, hundred and seventy five million dollars, and it only grossed worldwide two hundred and sixty four. So when you throw in marketing and delays and everything, this did not. No, it did no. not do well.
1: <laughs> no, it. I can't.
0: I and because it well, didn't do so well. A lot of people write it off as being a bad movie, and I call bullshit.
1: Hundred percent bullshit, dude. I, I remember. Watching this movie for the very first time with my dad, and it was after we had all heard about the critics panning this movie terribly. You know, they were this was the big joke in '95 and '96 was how bad Waterworld was, how ridiculous, yeah, it was budget. the butt of every
0: joke on like it, late night television. Basically,
1: it, it was. And I remember me and dad sitting down to watch this movie, and we got done going, What the hell are they talking about? This movie's fantastic absolutely loved this movie since I was 15 or 16 and I watch it every year. I've had the VHS. I had the DVD. I never did get the Blu-ray, Um but man, I'm so glad I waited and got the Arrowverse with the Ulysses cut. I guess there's a 4k and our buddy Owen, he reviewed it and he's like, doesn't really add anything. The picture doesn't really look that much better. Stick with the Arrowverse. It's the better version to get and i was like good to know i'm gonna know yeah
0: um this is too like the 90s was pete costner
1: oh costner was everywhere man costner was bankable i mean the
0: late 80s when you go from untouchables bull durham field of dreams dances with wolves robin hood jfk the bodyguard (laughs) like the dude just had a string of like everyone loved him And then it was like, right when Wyatt Earp, you know, bombed. And that was a three hour long movie. And that's why Costner cut so much of Waterworld down. Cause he's like, oh, my last three hour movie bombed. I don't want this to happen again.
1: Right. It was that point of, this was, I guess we could say kind of the start of the longer saga type movies. You know, we're used to it now. Hell Marvel movies are almost three hours long anymore, but, you know, it started, you know, with like the Lord of the Rings trilogies were a lot long. You know, um, uh, King Kong, when it came out, the Peter Jackson one, yeah. super long. I
0: personally have never seen The Postman, but uh, a coworker, I was telling him that we were covering Waterworld. He's like, oh, dude, watch The Postman. It's awesome. See, I'm, like, I'm saying, okay, I have not, now I got to do it. Now I got to check it out.
1: I haven't watched it either. And I, I keep reading stuff like it's post-apocalyptic. It's all, I'm like, how have I not... I just
0: remember it's about a man it. like I'm delivering the mail. Yeah, in a world that's outlawed postage stamps, I rise above with envelopes and a tongue.
1: I I guess that's kind of me too. I was just like, I, nothing about the description ever jumped out at me. Like, unlike Waterworld, which literally comes out and says we're Mad Max but on water and. Yeah. By exactly. god, that's what they give us. <laughs> you know. Uh,
0: I have not seen this movie in years. I mean, years. I just remember him pissing at the beginning and drinking it and everyone then remembers I that. remember the uh jet skis crashing into each other. And every time there was a jet ski on screen I was like, "When do they crash into each other?" I was like, "Ah, it's the end of the yeah. movie."
1: <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there like, "How does this Hopper die in this movie?" But oh, that's now. how.
0: As I watched it, I went, how the hell did no one die making this movie? I mean, no one died in the movie making, and I I don't get it. Because like when you're seeing the shots of them out on the water and stuff, like they had to go for like, I think three hours or some shit like that to get to filming locations each day. And they didn't film on a studio like set for my understanding. Like someone made the bad decision of, We'll just film it on real water. What's the worst that could happen? It turns out everything.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I tell you what, we've a we're, lot. We're, we've jumped way ahead. We need to get the trailer done real quick. And then I want to jump into how they filmed it and about the death, why there was no deaths in this movie because it is interesting there were some close calls so let's drop the trailer real quick let's get that out of the way and then we'll do our back of the VHS and we'll jump right into this movie man there's so much to talk about word
0: the future the polar ice caps have melted and the earth lies beneath a watery grave those who survived
1: have adapted to a new world. What
0: did you see out there in the 15 lunars? Such as? An end? An end to all this water?
1: You're asking the wrong person. You weren't there. So what's the word? We trading or not? And the human dream is the search for a mythical place called dry land.
0: Exist. How can you be sure?
1: Because I sailed farther than most have dreamed. I've never seen it.
0: This place, this whole way of living, it's ending. Straight line leading directly, directly to dry land. Dry land is not just our destination, but it is our destiny.
1: Universal Pictures presents a world unlike any you have ever seen. Kevin Costner Dennis Hopper, Gene Triplehorn, Waterworld. It's the movie voice guy, man. Movie trailer voice that guy. That was a really good movie voice I guy. I Now, there was another trailer. It was the one I actually wanted to play because it's quite famous, is... Uh, James Earl Jones did a trailer for Waterworld. Oh, yeah. But he only has like an opening monologue of like 15 seconds. And then it's nothing but music and scenes from the movie. No dialogue.
0: No, uh, nothing uh, else. I need trailer voice guy going in a water world.
1: I swear this is like probably the one where everyone's like, doesn't he say in a world in every... I think this is the closest we ever get. And that's where people get that confused. Maybe. You <laughs> <The> water <laughs> world. But yeah, it's always that in a world. But uh, so that's our trailer. So that gets us all hyped up to go to the theaters. Now let's do what gets us hyped up to rent the movie off the shelf, man. You ready for the back of the VHS, Nate? Ready. All right. Kevin Costner stars in the most anticipated movie of the year, a turbocharged action-adventure epic, unmatched in sheer excitement and heart-pounding suspense. In a future where Earth is covered with water, the human race struggles to survive on the dilapidated boats and makeshift floating cities called atolls. But some still cling to the legends of a mythical place called Dryland. Seeking clues to its whereabouts, the evil deacon attacks the atolls which houses young Enola and her adopted mother Helen. When a mysterious drifter known as the Mariner is caught up in their struggle, he finds himself catapulted into an explosive war of good versus evil with the open sea as his battlefield. Only later will he discover Enola's wondrous secret, a revelation that may change the destiny of all mankind. With refreshing humor, groundbreaking special effects, and awe-inspiring action sequences, Waterworld sets a glorious high-water mark for imaginative, thrill-packed entertainment.
0: I love when you introduce the segment of, we should start reading it off the back of the bu- of the case. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 19 paragraphs long, and then you're trying <laughs> to do it in one take, and then you I can tell your voice is like, please let me get through this, I need a drink of water.
1: The other thing is <laughs> that it's always broken up with the name of the actors, too. It would be like Helen G. Triplehorn, you know, Deacon, yep. you Dennis Hopper. And I'm like, I don't want to read that. You don't horse. want to read
0: that part, but your brain's trying to. And like, so I'm the like, the s- one I was struggling <laughs> by the, like the last sentence of like, I'm dying. <laughs>
1: I don't, and I don't prep. It's not like it's not like I practice that. It's literally I find the picture on Google, Can I save we, it to my phone, and I read. Long, it.
0: We do nothing but prep for this podcast. <laughs> that's, that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> all week long. We definitely <laughs> sit and get everything in order, and we definitely let each other know what version of the movie we're watching.
1: I take meticulous notes. I do all this. I I tried to do that. I don't do notes. This anymore. was the
0: first movie where I did not write down any notes. I just wanted to sit back and watch a fun
1: action movie. I I don't need to take notes, man. I know this movie by heart. I, let, me, let me rephrase this. I know the theatrical cut of this movie by heart, which made watching the Ulysses cut kind of like, what the hell? That's not right. Where? <laughs> what is this? But I also knew every new scene though because i've seen this movie so many times but so
0: it was able to stick out more
1: yeah um, oh, dude, it's, it's all dude is there more like a dennis thumb. hopper in the yes. ulysses cut
0: yes because he steals the show in this movie
1: he does um before we do that i did promise we were gonna take off where we left off a second ago so there I were forgot. numerous near-death experiences on this movie uh, Kevin Costner's stunt double got swept out to sea in one of the swimming uh, scenes that the crew had to go rescue him. Kevin Costner almost died. He was tied to the mast of the ship. I'm When I say tied, probably harnessed really well and uh, high winds came in and was rocking the boat but it was so high. The crew couldn't go up to get him down. And they had to sail away out of the storm with Kevin Costner attached to the mast as he goes through. Like it was one of those things like he easily could have tipped and there was no way he could have got loose. Um, Like there was just tons like, you know, people just constantly wet Uh, somebody. That's the thing. Like
0: your feet being constantly wet. I imagine everyone just has trench foot by the end of like day
1: two. Costner did a uh, interview where he's talking about, he goes, look, the crew on this, this movie was amazing. And a lot of them are friends and were friends. He goes, but there's only so many times in a movie that I have to perpetually be wet, that in every take they have to douse me with water that I really started hating these people. He's like just constantly splashing and throwing water on me for every take. You kind of don't like people anymore at the end of that. And you like, know.
0: I don't know, like everyone looks like they've been sunburnt to death. And I don't know if that was real or not.
1: So I'll spray tan spray tan. Really? If you look really close and I, I, I thought it was only Costner, and it was a uh, that they did it on purpose. No, it was on Dennis Hopper and everything. The lines around their eyes, you know, from squinting. Squinting when they aren't squinting, there's all these like white streaks coming off their. They look like like Cable from (laughs) the X Men. You know, they all did look like Cable.
0: They were all time travelers too. It's very strange Didn't understand that part.
1: It's where the spray tan was wearing off, and I was like oh that makes sense okay (laughs) um but yeah it was just this uh, for everyone that has talked about this movie since it was a miserable experience to film this movie it's just and like you were talking about they were filming on set in hawaii no one bothered to check okay what does the weather usually turn into they like three production halts for hurricanes um one of the sets drifted away and they had to go get it. And they did have to travel because the scenes couldn't have land in the background. So that's how far out to sea they would have to go till you couldn't see any of the land, which is
0: crazy because modern, like nowadays, if someone were to try this, they would just CGI out the, you know, the right. land. You this know? is, this you is would still... go out just far enough to make it look like, you're in the middle of nowhere, but then CGI out the back. That way you're still close. Um, but this is 95, and this is being filmed in 94, probably 93, something like that. You don't have that luxury. No. Uh, the other thing that blew my mind away, like, we know, like, Tatooine, the original one from A New Hope, hmm. there's that set design is still out there in, what, Africa, I believe, or something like that, wherever they filmed
1: I forget Tatooine. exactly where it is, but, but yeah, like, it's one of the you deserts. You can still,
0: like, visit that, basically. And the main, like, trading post that's in this movie, I was just like, how the hell did you get it all out there? And, like, you just left it, right? Like, I'm fairly certain if I were to go to the Pacific Ocean and just keep Mm. going, eventually I'm going to run to Waterworld, right?
1: No, unfortunately, no. It was was a quarter-mile round circumference. It was huge.
0: massive.
1: Absolutely Um,
0: giant. Like, the... The set designs on this movie are impressive as all hell.
1: I love everything about how this movie looks, how this movie feels. Like you said, there's, there's very, very little CG because a CG was stupid expensive at the time. And B it, it just worked better to do everything practically that's why they were on water. That's why they were doing all this stuff. That's why every explosion is an explosion. There are some green screen scenes in the movie and you know that's just a oh, product yeah. of the Jump has got a lot of
0: green screen spliced in with Stuntman.
1: There's that. Now the, uh, the ship the Exxon Valdez which is always hilarious at the end of the movie uh, they actually built like two or three of them and the largest part of it was built like on an airfield and they were filming on top of the deck of that I and
0: do they, need the MythBusters to come in and get a giant oil tanker right yeah and then like i don't know two thousand people and give them all oars and see if they can even get that thing to move i
1: love that whole thing.
0: i really need to be proven that that can work
1: why not why, I, <laughs> mean, I just what? don't
0: believe it i feel like everyone be like we've been paddling for days and like his hoppers up there like we haven't moved a single square inch whatsoever but uh we're, keep them going
1: <laughs> we're just going with the current that's why he said they'll row for a month before they yeah, even before question, they
0: question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was and it was you know just talking about the uh like the stunts and stuff like that kevin costner did most of his own stunts in this movie the zip line scene is him he is ziplining with the explosions going on behind him Cause they had to time it out and Kevin Reynolds had to prove it was safe and did it before Kevin Costner did um, because the studio is like, no, you're not putting Costner on and Costner's like, I want to do it. Costner also does the bungee jump. Now I'm sure it's a controlled bungee jump, you know, safety stuff and then on set and things like that. But that's him falling, <laughs> you know, down <laughs> and going back up. So much of this is, I mean, the stunt team alone on this movie is the saving grace really to this film. You know, the, the jet boats and, you know, the airplanes, you know, that's, that's a freaking airplane flying around the ocean, you know, in Hawaii. It's, it's awesome. The, the, his boat is real. That boat actually transformed. Which cracked me up that like he has sails, and
0: so many people were like, whoa?
1: What is this doing?
0: When you sails?
1: When you Hello. see it. <laughs> when you see it the first time, though, man, you're like, okay, what kind but of boat is this?
0: Every time this like they show him like just controlling a sailboat, like, they make it look like it's this intense action scene of him like Cranking the knob and like the turns and stuff, and him like jumping or like swinging on a rope to get somewhere else on the boat. And it's like it's not that big of a boat.
1: (laughs) It's it's sizable though, man. the The cool thing is is they built they built that boat based off of a a typo, and I can't remember the name of. It's got a weird name, but they're racing boats. A schooner. It's not a schooner. (laughs) It's not a schooner. No. It's, uh, what's the family guy thing with Peter acting like his cars, the pirate shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, um, they built the, the boat. Kevin Costner stayed on the boat for three weeks before the movie to get comfortable on it and to seem like it's natural for him to move around on the boat. Three weeks. He stayed on that thing, just on a boat. I love that. I love finding out those little tidbits about these movies. You know, it's just like, that makes sense because he really does look at home on that boat, you know, everywhere else he looks, pardon the pun, like a fish out of water, you know, (laughs) but on the boat, he looked comfortable, like he knew where to step, where to jump. Also, Pirates of the Caribbean owes everything to Waterworld.
0: Oh, now this is a very bold statement, so.
1: <laughs> Am I wrong? Because not only does the deacon have a fake eye, but it rolls across the floor like the one pirate dude from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies that kept losing his eyeball. Kevin Costner swings from masts and ropes in these amazing, fantastical ways, just like Jack Sparrow does. The music is just this fantastic, like, Nautical action adventure kind of music that plays, and I, you know, it's not the exact Pirates of the Caribbean; it's pretty freaking close at times. But does Waterworld owe everything to Pete's
0: favorite movie, Cutthroat Island? Was Cutthroat before this one or after? I, I feel think... like the '90s people just weren't ready for water-based adventures, and that's why they kept
1: flopping. I like Cutthroat Island, though. I, do too. I, I, I really like
0: it. Uh- <laughs> Definitely Pete's favorite movie of all time. Let the record show that Pete absolutely adores Cutthroat Island, and everyone should send him a copy of Cutthroat
1: Island. Heck, send me a copy. I'm down for it. Yeah, but, send uh, us a
0: copy. That way we can cover it, and if I can remember if it was a good movie or not.
1: Cutthroat Island, 1995,
0: same year. Same year. We had two same. water bombs in the same year. Stop calling
1: it that. Damn it. <laughs> gina davis is a national treasure sir she Stop is it. when can we cover the long kiss good night uh dude it is on the list uh when can may, we do that isn't it kind of a christmas movie you know what there's snow on the ground oh, <laughs> that's, that's coming one. soon <laughs> i love that movie man i love long kiss goodnight. it's so much fun <laughs> Uh, you keep doing this. This is like the third movie. You're like, we got to do this movie before the end of the year. And I'm like, dude, we schedule out two months ahead of time. We don't have that much time. I'm getting really excited for more movies. (laughs) That's a good thing, though, man. That's a good thing. I I was super excited for this one.
0: I was too, mainly because of Uh, how long it had been. And I remember it's like, nah, it's it's Mad Max on water. And then like when we get that first shot, of the trading post, it looks just like the Road Warrior. When Max goes to the sanctuary, it's like, "Damn, this is yeah. so much like Road
1: Warrior." Oh, <laughs> I mean the the makers of Waterworld were like, "Yeah, we we watched Mad Max. This was our influence for doing this movie." So for anyone it's like, "It's just ripping off Mad Max," and what's the what wrong, you, what's the problem what, with that? What, why,
0: why is that a bad idea? We need more Mad Max in the world.
1: Yeah. How many movies rip off other movies? And it's not like, you know, it was a direct rip off. They went, we got water. Instead of sand, we'll, we'll just do water. Speaking of water and the way this movie starts, this is probably one of my favorite intros into a movie from the production company logo of the globe. And you watch the land disappear into the water. And the camera zooms into the earth, and now we're on water world. I'm like, "I love the beginning animation of this movie. It's just one of the most clever ways like when when your logo is the globe, and your movie's based on the globe getting covered in all of this water, why wouldn't you do that? I love how this starts out. also, if all the polar ice caps melted, it wouldn't cover the earth like they show
0: I mean that's uh, I don't know like. We know eventually California is just going to get drowned. Like that's going to happen. Like that's it's just good. inevitable. Our, our um,
1: coastlines are going to change, but like it's literally going to stop at the mountains where I met in Virginia and we're going to lose a lot of like coastal. We would like, lose a lot of surface area,
0: but we, we would. I don't know how far in the future this movie takes place.
1: So I was looking into that and there are a few like, people that have said like the production designer guy said it's basically 2500 it's the year 2500
0: okay so that i'm cool with because uh like just their pure ignorant or not ignorance but their pure like whimsical of not knowing that the water is that the land is directly below them that's what i'm trying to say Uh, because i just feel like the the survivors of the polar ice caps melting would pass that tell on from generation to generation of like, yeah, we used to live on land. And then the water rose where in the movie, everyone doesn't seem to know that the water has risen. That's where I was confused. I was like, maybe the Ulysses cut covers this better because the land they find at the end is Mount Everest. So you're at the peak, the highest peak on earth. But so, it doesn't look like Mount Everest, but also the polar, you know, ice caps have melted. So I we can safely say that that would turn into like a paradise. Hated. So
1: so a couple of things, I mean, and screw it, let's light speed right to the end, because I never knew this till I started finding out about the Ulysses cut. It never says it's Mount Everest at the end of the movie in the thea- theatrical cut. They just end up on dry land. In the Ulysses cut, they did film a scene where, uh, Helen and Enola find a plaque and it's the plaque that's at the top of Mount Everest from like 1953 or something. The people that first reached the summit up there. So they actually and, show, cause
0: I had to read that it was Mount Everest. I was like, oh, so okay.
1: they show it. And there were some people that actually deciphered Enola's tattoo on her back to be the longitude and latitude numbers. That is the longitude and latitude of of Mount Everest. I keep wanting to say Mount St. Helens. Don't don't ask me why. Um, but of uh no, that's the one's gonna kill us all at some point. Exactly. Uh Kilimanjaro. The So yeah. So they literally go, Yeah, it's it's Mount Everest. That the tallest peak is the only thing not covered. And that's
0: another thing that I'm confused on. And I don't think the Ulysses cut's ever gonna explain this. Probably These people either. give their daughter a tattoo on her back.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm assuming that was her parents.
1: That's my guess.
0: I I don't know how any eight year old would sit still for a tattoo, especially one of that much black depth. I want to say
1: it it was, she was probably an infant based on the timeline. Could be be, because
0: the the, just bones being there. But then like, so then they like set her off the sea and that's how she comes to with her adopted mother. I'm guessing, but I'm like, you guys had couldn't have been that far away from the land this whole time, right?
1: See, that was that was something I was thinking of too. So there was a the one thing the Ulysses Cut adds at the end is it wasn't just a hut with her parents in it. It was a little community of huts. They oh, actually really? show like a a village. A village
0: actually like surviving yeah. on land.
1: So there was always this thing I never really understood and it made more sense when it was just two of them was even Gregor makes a comment of, they knew they were dying. And so they sent her away. Now that there's a whole like village community, I'm like, what were they dying of? And what was sending the daughter away? Like Superman off of Krypton going to do. Um
0: Yeah. If anything, like, all right, now you just sent her off to her
1: certain death. Right. Good luck. <laughs> Because I'm still saying, I swear she was like an infant or something. So it's like, did they have like a, a feeder tube? So she could, or did you know, just throw a loaf of bread in there and say good luck? And she gnawed on that for a little while. Uh, you know, there's some things that don't make sense, and you're not supposed to think that. And here's the thing. Into it.
0: Am I going in depth with every action movie known to man? God, no. No. God, I'm no. I'm not doing the same thing with this. The only reason is because it's such a like to me an interesting concept yeah. that you do kind of like get caught up in some of the hows and whys. But at the same time, I remember there was an issue of the walking dead where like Robert Kirkman always does like a Q and a, then he answers fan mails at the end of yeah. each issue. And one of them was like someone asking like, why don't you like mention the people that have contacts and trying to find contact solutions or women having that time of the month or, you know, people looking for band-aids, stuff like that. He's like, if you do that then you get so caught up in all the monotonous stuff, it takes away from the story. And then you're just, each issue is the the quest of the week or quest of the month of, Oh, now we need to find contact solution or toilet paper. Like that's not what, drives your interest it's stuff that yeah you think about but there's right. you're just gonna glaze over that so sometimes the sake of storytelling and that's totally cool
1: sometimes there's stuff that should stay minutiae we're here still, to be entertained
0: we're not here it, yeah. to just like i'm here to escape my depressing real world not just keep on right being a part of it you know
1: let me dream of the eradication of the human race and living in a water world. Damn it. That's, Damn what, it. I That's what I want
0: to do. That's what I want. Like, there's cool stuff here. Like, obviously, you can't bury people, but they have no. like a, a tar, like green gross pit that they throw you in.
1: It's the recycling. And I, I dig it. I, like, there's a purpose for what they've turned into. So I'm guessing it's probably fertilizer, Because that's what I was
0: like, something of the sort to decompose the body. Because you can't just have a body go float out to sea. No, but I'm
1: sure that's how they did it originally, probably till they came up with a plan. You know,
0: there is a weird like mutant whale or something, right? Like,
1: yeah. See, I was that has always like mystified me. Like, what is that thing? But that's the
0: terrifying thing. Like what's megalodon times 10 that's out there in this world
1: right I, you know but I'm, what is something that's
0: just like a, those giant like squids that you always see taking over the pirate ship like those those paintings
1: the kraken
0: like, that, yeah the kraken's now like a real thing i feel like
1: well and i guess that makes more sense being that it's you know 500 years into the future that possibly things have evolved i mean they're showing that even humanity has started to evolve because you know kevin costner's got gills he can breathe water like kill him
0: we can have him it's like if anything he's a very helpful resource to you people he can stay underwater longer he can fish longer than you can why are you mad at him and how many mutants are there because he's the only one ever shown
1: yeah he's the only so okay (laughs) Uh, you bring that up. So let's go back to the Ulysses cut um, <laughs> at the end of the theatrical cut. He leaves dry land and you make it seem like he's just not comfortable on dry land. It doesn't move right. And they still say that he also explains to Helen. Krieger says there has to be more of me and I'm going to go find them. That's the other reason why. And
0: now he does have the longitude and the latitudes and the places of where to go if he wants to come to land, I guess. Yeah. So he,
1: I, so everyone should watch the Ulysses cut. It adds so much more world building to this that I absolutely adored. Um, I will tell you the theatrical cut is more fast paced. It's a lot more action movie esque because that's what, the you know, studio wanted to do and I still love watching that version and if I just want to watch something super action I'm going to watch theatrical but if I really want to dig into the history and things that were of question when I watched this movie going why didn't they do this why didn't they say that he gets a name at the end of the Ulysses cut Is Helen, it Ulysses yes Helen named <laughs> him. It. yeah <laughs> She tells him an abbreviated story about Ulysses and it was how, you know, the, the, the sea gods cursed him and he was stuck out to sea for 10 years. And then he came back home to his family, which is her way of going. I know you got to go out to sea. I know what you're doing, but you need to come back home to, you know, his family. Also what they cut out of the theatrical cut is, uh, Helen got with the fishman like two or three times during the movie. So more than likely there's another fish dude growing in her belly. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So which makes the more sense of come back to your family type thing. So there was a lot more to the Ulysses cut. The other thing, and you were, you brought it up there a second ago and we'll talk about it, is there's more Dennis Hopper in this. And now in the Ulysses cut, we know why they call him the deacon because he preaches to his people. He literally is on the atoll and goes into a sermon when he finds out about the mariner, Kevin Costner, being a gill man. And he's like, it's an abomination. It's not of God. And we have to eradicate it off this planet. We have to really? destroy him. Oh, yes. And He, everyone has to like stop and listen to the deacon when he's preaching. That's so
0: interesting. Like I would not expect that from that character at all. It was just a guy that was willing to kill to get the land. Is what I always just thought.
1: But I always wondered why he was called the deacon. Like why not you know, king of the ocean or Neptune or deacon
0: means something I don't know.
1: Deacon's a church type thing. Oh, is it? Uh, uh, one of the heads of a church. Is Uh, a deacon. Yeah, he's a deacon. Oh, okay. you'll, like, I will no you'll, I... you'll have like your preachers. <laughs> you could have told me
0: deacon like. was just a name. I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, some people name their kid deacon. Some, there some are people names. name their kid like pilot. It's
1: whatever. There are people named deacon, uh, but that is what it is. So there's a whole lot more to Dennis Hopper's character in this that I feel like makes a lot more sense. I'm still confused as to how he knows what highways are and all this you know when they're like we're gonna we're gonna pave it
0: you wouldn't know about you're above the
1: the land like my my only thought was he he's on the exxon valdez that's the joke in the movie that's his ship is the exxon and when he's talking to the picture of the captain that was the captain of the the valdez my guess is there's like a log or something there that he has read log captain's log not that long my men are uh, now
0: using oars to steer the ship i fear we don't have much longer
1: exactly yeah i would the love, megalodon
0: times 10 is not far behind
1: i would have loved like a little like log of you know dennis hopper writing you know what's going on and stuff i was like and i love all that man the smokers are some of my favorite things Do you know there is a smoke did you recognize one of the smokers and I
0: did not. I I tried to play where's Waldo of where uh-huh. he was at and I couldn't find him.
1: So in the Ulysses cut, we get a lot more of this particular smoker and it's Jack black. Jack black is the airplane pilot in the movie. Really? He, so when, uh, they find caught when Enola waves at the plane and he smacks her upside the head. What are you thinking? Um, and the, the, the plane comes around. That's Jack black. Well, it's very hard to tell it's him until you see a cut scene that they're back on the Exxon Valdez and he is having a meeting with the Deacon. Like, yeah, we found him, and his buddy in the plane died because he got harpooned through the gut. He's crying that his buddy died. And it's like oh. every time the camera pans out to, uh, Dennis Hopper talking Jack Black still in the back crying about his buddy was his buddy
0: Rage Cage like it was Kyle (laughs) just (laughs) said it was the other pilot That would have been awesome also like I'm surprised the studio hasn't like oh Jack Black's a huge star now back in like 2008 and like they like put his face somewhere on the cover as well like, they'd nah, have, has jack black
1: <laughs> they'd have to do the same thing with demolition man because he's in the background of demolition yeah. man <laughs> that's uh, what we i have... want
0: though is all the studios they're like release the jackal mars attacks like we yeah. just add the jack black somewhere onto the cover <laughs> he's going to rick and dick or something like that on the picture
1: We'll do like they did for the uh, when they were trying to push the Deadpool movie when they released a ton of movies with Deadpool sleeve. Like yeah, I have, yeah. I have Terminator Two and uh, Speed and a bunch of other. Like it's just and it's nothing to do with Deadpool. He they just made a sleeve they of his, his Fox face
0: losing their damn mind <laughs> in the final but now, days.
1: Now I want Jack Black covers on yeah. all of
0: his <laughs> movies. <laughs>
1: give me back the jackal and it's uh richard gear bruce willis and jack black down yeah in and he's corner. holding the pack of cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> see that's that's what i want um now, but no there
0: was yeah go ahead go ahead did you know who enola grew up to be no i didn't actually look her up she's deb from napoleon dynamite
1: what yeah the the side ponytail, the chick. side
0: ponytail girl is from Waterworld.
1: Oh my gosh! You know, blew uh, my
0: mind. I don't recognize her from anything else. Uh, I don't I know. Deb, yep. That's I
1: never knew that. I I can't I can't watch that movie now. That you know what Anola is backwards? Uh, no. Alone. <laughs> oh, her, her name is Alone backwards i
0: was like we're, oh, we're also talking nice to the like guy that. that when he watched uh troll 2 and when they went nilbog is goblin backwards and i went wait it is <laughs> so <laughs> i don't really pick up on these kind of things is what i'm that's, saying
1: it's fine it's fine. nilbog no. is
0: goblin backwards. backwards they were in the town of nilbog it was right there the whole time the
1: entire time
0: water world backwards (laughs) drew what (laughs) which doesn't really mean anything
1: no it doesn't no it's uh dude to go back a little bit i have i love this movie man it's something about the 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 effect the the effects like i was talking about the stunt team
0: on oh the trading post and they are just laying away. it with that anti-aircraft uh, gun, my
1: favorite scene in the, the movie
0: size of the holes that are getting blown into the walls. It's like, you guys are really just trying to kill whoever, which like you should all stop, collaborate and listen and like work together. You know, like you're in a world full of water and yet you're trying to kill one another.
1: It doesn't matter. They want what they have. My favorite seen in this movie since i was a kid is that anti-aircraft gun going nuts and kevin costner harpoons it and pulls it around yes and chuck. Hopper, chuck. hopper's like what's that cousin's name and they're like i think it's chuck chuck and they're all screaming his name he goes maybe he doesn't go by chuck charles charles, charles. charles. <laughs> I I also love
0: love. how far away they are from one another. And you have this loud ass gun that like that man's never going to hear you, but they're still trying. It reminded me of the end of Shazam where you have like the big guy fighting Shazam and Shazam's like, I can't hear what you're saying. Like in your big, like evil (laughs) monologue. He's like, I I don't know what's being talked about right now.
1: (laughs) I, but and that was the thing like they're yelling but yet they've been using flags to communicate with everyone which made sense you well, can't there's not hear a charles flag <laughs> there <right>. is now <laughs> uh, what's the sign for charles i don't know but <laughs> i yes my my name is charles i don't go by chuck there's like very few people that are allowed to call me that and i've seen that scene forever and it is my it came on, Jackie's sitting there watching it with me, and I'm like, that's my favorite part. And she's like, okay, it's a big, oh, now I understand. It's not just the big gun. They say your <laughs> name. They said my name in the movie. I'm
0: now <laughs> one of them. I'm a smoker now.
1: I would be a smoker. Get I, me I a be.
0: boat, Jackie.
1: Uh, We're see, water world people now. Speaking of Jackie, so we, we started watching this the other night, and I forgot to tell her that I'm watching a different cut. And it gets like two hours into the movie, and she's like, "How long is this movie? I don't remember it being this long." I was like, "Oh, I forgot to tell you, we're watching the Ulysses cut. It's over three hours long." And she's like, "We're gonna have to finish this later." It was like eleven thirty, <laughs> almost midnight.
0: You should just turn to him and be like, "We." our water world now jackie
1: (laughs) i tried but i was tired too so i was like you know i will finish (laughs) this later (laughs) but i was again but i was so immersed into this movie man i and it's just it's extended scenes some stuff doesn't add anything but it's just It's just a little bit longer. You know how we've always talked about some movies. It's like, man, if they'd added a little bit of this or maybe if they had cut a little bit of that, this is one of those rare times where you have both the best best of both worlds. I can't talk this morning. That, okay, I feel like I want a little bit longer, more in-depth cut of a movie. I can watch Ulysses cut.
0: That's how I felt about the town. That director's cut's like 30 minutes longer and like the town's already a fantastic movie. And then that director's cut, I'm like, I don't really know what all you added, but there's enough here. That's like, it's just still really good. Yeah. You know, like that's the only version I'll watch now. Like when I see it stream, I'm like, Oh, you're not streaming the director's cut. Like I'm glad I bought the Blu-ray back when it came out years ago. Cause like, the- it's just the definite version.
1: Yeah. If that, the only downside to the Ulysses cut is the pacing slows down. It still works because now I'm invested in this world and I want to know more about but, what's happening. And that's
0: the thing about the theatrical cut. When I was watching it, I was like, I kind of want more. Like, this is cool that it's like we're hitting beat for beat. Like, mm-hmm. after that siege, we get, you know, the monster. Then we get uh, Kim Coates in a very early role as the drifter, which was super creepy. Didn't like him whatsoever. But it, I, but you know, I like, love that. Them adding, like, oh, this is paper. When's the last time you've seen paper with words on it? paper,
1: paper. It's, it's, it's paper, resin, resin. It's, it's, it's,
0: it's resin.
1: It's no- Yeah,
0: he was Gollum before Gollum. It was really strange.
1: <laughs> I love that whole segment on there, man. There's a, that, but there's a whole lot more of how unlikable the Mariner is at the beginning of the movie. But I mean, he is how- completely
0: unlikable when he's like, nah, we're just gonna kill the girl. It, and like he, forcing the hair there was a lot of that stuff of like the 90s where I'm like ah uh what what else did we oh lockout had like the same exact scene where I was like nah this is kind of gross not not a fan of this like
1: yeah but you know what there was a reason he cut their hair though. That was to repair ropes and stuff. It's not like he just cut their hair to be mean. Yeah. He cut their hair because it's like, you have something I need right now.
0: It was just the forcefulness. I was like, yeah, like, ah, what different times we used to have. Well,
1: now let's, let's put it in context though. This man has been out to see, let's just say his entire life. I mean, he's a lawyer. he He has very little interaction with other people one good thing that I feel like it sucks. Um, Let me, let me say this. It sucks. It was happening, but it helped the movie. He's going through a divorce, which made his interactions with Helen all that more like, I, I'm, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to deal with you. He's a lot more gruff and surly about things, you know, just that kind of, Emotion that he was putting into it is just like, whatever, you know, just you, you are a nuisance to me right now. And I, I'm stuck with you almost. And I, I, it worked. I, I believe him in this movie that he's just like, ah, I, I can take you or leave you right now. I, I kind of, you did technically save me, but I really would just like to throw you off my boat and go back to my normal life, you know, kind of (laughs) situation.
0: fishing and collecting comic books and crowns
1: you know and that it doesn't fix it in the ulysses cut and i think it makes it worse is he makes a comment and i I can't remember if this is in i don't think it's in the director's cut or not the director's cut the theatrical cut he's at uh helen's shop when he's on the atoll it seems like he's bought a little bit of water and the shelves and the tomato plant Right. In the Ulysses cut, he buys jugs of water. There's different variations of water. There's pure hydro and then there's something else that's not pure, but they can like drink a
0: filter it. Filter of the sea water. Because I'd imagine this far in we have found a way to take a little bit of the salt out of the ocean to drink that water
1: they, they mention in the Ulysses cut that they had desalinators and they don't work anymore and they're, they're not repairable because the Navy uses desalinators. That's how they get fresh water on, you know, submarines and stuff like that. Um, so they, they go about that. But anyway, he makes a comment to her about, do you have a magazine? And she goes, well, if I had a magazine, I wouldn't be working here. I'd be retired. And I'm like, he has magazines on his boat
0: he's retired that's why he's just always on his boat like any yeah. retired person
1: is and just sailing the seas so what and then kim coates character makes a big deal about paper what is he what did you see paper and i'm like kevin has, like, as well. has a <laughs> shit ton of paper he's got national geographic books not pages books and it was just kind of odd to me that they would go that far but yet they had, and then they couldn't solve anything till they got Kim Coates paper because it had, it was written in a foreign language. It just so happened to be the same language that was on the, the three pages that Kim Coates jar. I've got a jar of paper. I've got a jar of paper. Yeah, Cause he's <laughs> celebrating his
0: retirement fund.
1: <laughs> he's no. like,
0: ah, now if only I had an American quarter, <laughs> you would all
1: bow down to me. And Kevin Costner comes out and he has what? Dirt. I get a jar of dirt. See, Pirate of the Caribbean <laughs> owes everything to Waterworld. Only the
0: first Pirates movie, because like <laughs> I barely got through the second one. I literally turned off the third one. I've never gone back to any of the others.
1: I've watched them all. They're, they're entertaining. Oh, well, that,
0: that third one was so long, <laughs> so slow. And I didn't know what was going on. They were tipping the boat upside down. I was like, are they dead? Are they in purgatory? Like, why can't this just be a movie about pirates?
1: They're, they're pirates in the movie.
0: There are, but they're just not doing pirate things. They're trying to flip a boat, and there's a Kraken. I don't know, man. That first movie was so good. By the time it got to the third one, I went, I don't know what's happening.
1: There's pirates in Waterworld, man. Even Dennis Hopper only has one eye as it goes. He's wearing a patch the whole time. it has got
0: a pretty cool patch. I love his eye patch. Now, speaking of Dennis Hopper, the next time he shows up is at what, another trade post, like a smaller one. where all the dead bodies are when they got like the the ropes rigged on their hands to wave i didn't know what that was like it's a really tiny like maybe two-story structure
1: yeah it was not an so atolls are trading centers communities are called yeah communities and like the one we see is like one of the last they 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 figure um because they're even talking about communicating so i'm like you guys had radios i'm guessing you guys had ways of communicating with each other I doubt, you're throwing water you know notes there in is the one
0: can and there's a string and it goes underneath yes! the water into another can charlie well, no. you still awake
1: yeah Nate. it's three o'clock in the morning just stop it
0: i just want to talk to you real quick hi
1: <laughs> i have a bad dream um yeah, I didn't understand that little post thing because that's also where, you know, like, they speak a different lake language, uh, Portuguese, Greek, that Kevin yeah. Costner's speaking. And I'm literally going, like, how are there, like, 20 people living on what essentially looks like a buoy out in the middle of the ocean?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Dennis Hopper's people, I guess they snuck up on them. I don't know. Like, that's one of those things, like, there's that weird, like, device they have where all the jet skis are underneath water yeah
1: they're way down which i love
0: breathe. like that way do the sneak attack
1: yeah i love that because then we see that kevin costner has a down periscope it's down periscope and he can see underwater And i was like i like that my guess is when smokers show up most places probably just go we give up yeah and, <laughs> and they They needed marionettes, so they killed them all and tied them all to ropes. so it looks like they're waving.
0: Yeah, very friendly, casual waving, (laughs) as everyone does on a bowie out in the middle of nowhere.
1: All I could picture was uh, Tom Hardy in Fury Road, where he goes, that's bait. Bait. (laughs) That's bait.
0: (laughs) uh, Uh, This does lead to, we finally get to see what's underneath the water. I don't know what city that was supposed to be.
1: I don't, I don't think it was supposed I to don't be like... I think it um, was
0: supposed to be something that you were... But I, I thought it was cool that we got to see what, what it had to have been a terrifying experience of like that one boat is crashed through like a total building. Like, yeah. not like a tiny boat, like a big ass
1: ship. Oh, that was like a cargo ship or something. You yeah, know, just one so of those. just
0: like knowing like how bad it had to have gotten towards well, the end of civilization
1: my guess is that was probably like the first logical thing to do once land started getting took over was Get on boats. C- cities would be moved on to boats but the boats wouldn't be
0: able to see like oh shit there's was essentially an ice iceberg but a building but a, right a below sca- us
1: it's a skyscraper and you run yeah. into a skyscraper um there was and it, they dig into that in the ulysses cut like Kevin Costner has a, uh, a CD player, a, like a Walkman, and he's listening to like jazz music for a scene. And I'm like, this is insane because he just goes down and he collects these things and he finds a new CD. Well, it's kind of like we so have a uh,
0: Book of Eli then where he had the, oh, I, uh, I don't remember what it was called.
1: The iPod? Had, I, the I, the I- iPod? <laughs> It was that, or it was a knockoff because they didn't want to pay Apple, but you know, they, they had an MP3 player. Let's call it that. Yeah. Um,
0: I, just, I forgot what the Apple device was called because no one uses them anymore. And I legit don't remember the name of what I think it's what an iPod. I?
1: <laughs> I think it's an iPod is what you're talking about. But yeah, so there's this, all this other stuff that explains where he's gotten these trinkets and these, you know, things, these baubles that, uh, they make a big deal in the theatrical cut, cut steel that. When he goes down by himself and he comes back up with, you know, the thing that's floating in the water and he goes to get it instead of the smokers getting it, they dig more into that. Like that's just all the stuff he's collecting. But
0: they do this scene that way she can finally see where land is. Cause he's like, I'll show you. I'll freaking show you right after they just got chased down by Dennis Hopper. And I yeah. like you're oh water. So it's not like you could have gotten that far. And then they decide let's leave the kid up by themselves, and we'll go explore the ocean floor. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Dennis Hopper's going to find them, because it's not like they got that far away from them.
1: Yeah, the logistics of distance are really hard to understand. But what
0: cracked me up the most is, obviously, they get caught when they come back up, and Dennis Hopper's like, where's the girl at? She's, you know, she's got the map. Where's the girl at? I'm like, "Yeah, it's not like she's that far. (laughs) She's on the boat that do, that doesn't it isn't that big all you got to do is just take 5 minutes and you're going to be like founder
1: yeah but he finds her in 30 seconds by acting like he shoots him i was like that's <laughs> even smarter i like that i mean it's kid logic you know but i well i say here real quick we're about to get into the the finale of this movie and we haven't played a commercial yet so i think it's time to drop our patent pending commercial breaks I've added a fun little segment in the center once again. That is it a toy commercial for Waterworld toys? Uh, don't get me on another tirade about movies that didn't get toys. All right, but this Did Waterworld
0: one, not get toys? Well, all right, nope. during commercial break, I'm gonna look up Waterworld toys.
1: The Transformers will return after these messages. Just how drunk. From- Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy... Kill (laughs) Boy Oh, that was pretty good! Thank you! (laughs) Dave... I have the weirdest boner. ...and Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f***ed up. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> As we drag Kathleen... Hear me! ...kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. In all history,
0: there's never been another hero like him. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I fight for justice against the evil Sheriff of Nottingham.
1: Robin, with a fateful Azim, defends Sherwood Forest.
0: Ha ha, I found your hideout. Surrender!
1: You put the Sherwood Forest playset together.
0: Little John, reader our visitor. Aye, Robin.
1: Figures and playsets sold
0: separately. Ha! Didn't get me. Come on, Sheriff. We got you right where we want you. There's only one Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood.
1: do you like horror movies do you like hanging out with your buddy do you like cracking jokes and having a good time do you just like fun well consider checking out spoils of horror we are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there.
0: Turn to the Transformers. Do 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 do
1: Now, now I'm mad that I didn't get Waterworld toys, Nate. There you are happy? Waterworld
0: toys; they're real. I'm looking what? at them right now. They look terrible.
1: <laughs> are they legit, or did someone? No, make these are
0: real? legit. These were made by Kenner. Really? Yeah. They they just these look bad. But now I like. How of every toy con I've gone to, of every flea market I have ventured to and looked at toys in every venture known to man, have I never came across these? They even have his ship.
1: Okay, I'm looking at them. Yeah, the the Tremarin. Okay, yeah, that's the word. That's what it's called. I've never seen these. Nah, not at all. Dude, you can get a smoker on a jet ski.
0: What? I feel like I'm going to try to like find a Waterworld toy now. like That's going to be like the next goal for the next toy convention I go to. Damn,
1: the boat's not small either.
0: No, like it looks like a legit, like, hey, we want you to play near a body of water, kid, and possibly drown. That way you can There's... really play Waterworld.
1: There's a board game. There was a Waterworld board game? There's a board game, dude. Now, is it a pool game? No, it's a... Uh... I can't... T- it looks kind of like... There's like a globe and all these... Like... Lat- longitude, it latitude... It looks like dock. a battleship. It kind of does, but you it's Northern one Bradley. board.
0: Yeah, you're right, because it doesn't have like...
1: There's no divider the Yeah, the separator. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. I had no idea. I'm sitting here getting mad I never got these, but I'm probably happy they just
0: happy. were not at our toy stores
1: that's insane yeah i'm gonna have to look that up i mean i i know a lot of movies got toy releases that you're that a lot of people are like no they didn't it's like yeah they did i mean we just uh, talked
0: about the other day with uh dragon heart
1: yeah or not dragon heart but uh reign of fire you know dragon heart got toy releases yeah, but, Rain but, of fire didn't. Didn't. but uh huh damn i'm going to, have to look now you know i played the uh robin hood P- prince of thieves toy you know kevin costner and we talked about that that they were just they were also done by kenner they were repurposed star wars toys for them yeah part. like
0: i remember those like i remember liking that movie i haven't seen it in forever but i know like the joke is that he loses his accent like yeah. The way into the movie there's,
1: there's almost no accent in that movie Uh, it's another one I've got you know and we haven't said it yet but this is also another PG-13 movie we're covering but that's how good some of these PG-13 movies were back in the day you know oh, you got well. your Robin Hood Prince of Thieves Waterworld Reign of Fire you know you could pull it off and still be a badass action flick
0: no especially this final act where he is getting ready for war after they kidnap the girl
1: and uh. like god him
0: like loading up the guns the way he looks like his outfit like everything kind of comes together of like
1: this is sweet this is badass, and this is
0: really badass all
1: while we get her talking about him like yeah which is also i'm me. like
0: he doesn't like you like there's not really been much of development between these two characters well he thought it was in the ulysses cut
1: there there's a bit more but not a lot you get the whole thing where he teaches her how to swim um that he does save them from time to time and they do kind of create a bond you know when when he gives and the that's crayon the thing, I
0: just never felt like a bond was fully crafted when she's telling the story to our main well, bad guy who looks like he's the lead singer of every 80s metal band yeah. hair metal band cuz he's got this wicked mullet and he's definitely from Australia. You cannot convince dude. me otherwise. It's fine, I don't, I don't recognize care. him in anything.
1: I don't I, know who I, he is. I love that guy. But uh they here's the one thing they do dig into in The Ulysses Cut is after she's kidnapped and uh Gregor saves them off of the burnt ship, they go back to the little cluster of people doing the we made the wagon wheel of boats. Um he leaves and he's like, I'm done. And she's like, Will you not go save her? And he's like, Nah. He literally bails, and then he has like this change of heart. He um, I forget if he actually runs into another smoker. Oh, he runs into the smokers, which is how he gets the jet boat. And he goes back and he goes, I'm gonna go save her now um so there's like this little thing where it's like i'm not gonna now i'm gonna and then we get her i feel like they should have
0: left that in just to have that little bit more action piece
1: i I think they should have but there's a lot of stuff they probably should have this movie was being written as they filmed like (laughs) rewrite no it never is and but this is this is the action movie part of water world coming up when they when he gets on that tanker he's he's in the clothes he has the goggles on he has a shotgun he's going yeah. around
0: like Leon being all sneaky sneaky and like taking people out
1: yeah and then it's you know that's where we get like Dustin or, uh, Dustin Dennis Hopper does this big speech everyone grabs the boat oars Nate doesn't believe and
0: I'm just saying
1: prove it to me <laughs> And what I feel is one of the most badass points is just Kevin Costner walking across the deck of the boat towards them, and they're like, "Who's this guy? Why aren't you rowing? Why aren't you doing yeah, this?" It
0: shows like how nameless everyone is. I thought that was cool because it was like they didn't recognize him because a they're really high up. So once again, it's a Charles and Chuck moment of like, "Wait, hey, who is that?" Their squinting kind of look and yeah. not realizing that's the guy that they have been chasing the whole time who doesn't have a name, you know?
1: Also, it's like, why didn't Kevin Costner just walk onto the boat looking like that? I don't think anyone knows who anyone is. He
0: really didn't need to like drive (laughs) a jet ski into a man's chest.
1: Would I love that? whole. It was really sweet. I'm
0: fairly certain that stuntman did die actually. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, he could have like casually just like got onto the deck and everyone be like, okay, he looks like one of us. We all look like we're pirates.
1: Yeah. No one's going to
0: question, wait, who are you pirate two seven B?
1: Yeah. They'll have numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 It's very reminiscent of like the, uh, uh, no escape with Ray Liotta, the way they're all kind of dressed. And it's like, no one kind of like stands out from anyone else. It's just, let's paint your face. Let's put piercings in this part. And my, I kept screaming at every time it would have come on screen. They had cases of what's well, supposed to be spam, but it's called Smeet. And they were throwing meat out at people. And there's guys just digging it out of cans, eating it. And I just kept going, it's meat. Jackie's just <laughs> like, oh my God, I love spam. I would, I would eat meat. I love meat, <laughs> but I'm just like, someone got creative with the name. Oh, that was the other Pirates of the Caribbean thing. When there, there's a scene where they're talking and there's a giant case of Bacardi rum behind them. And I was like, "See? They have rum. Well, if you're they are the pirates.
0: Sea, you you get rum. That's just what happens when you're near the ocean. People <laughs> really enjoy their rum."
1: Uh the the guy that we don't is nameless. The only thing I see that I know him from, he was in Batman Begins. He was Judge Faden from the uh earlier part of the movie yeah no you're looking at me like i have no, no idea who clue i haven't
0: even watched batman begins in forever and i love that movie
1: his name is gerard murphy i love him in this movie He's, he is you expect there to be this big climactic battle between him and the mariner and there's really not no there really isn't
0: he, he drives
1: the car i've always wanted to drive this monster and crashes it immediately <laughs>
0: Which I was thinking I was like, man, you guys are lucky you even got that thing to start.
1: <laughs> what well, did you hear him? He goes, Let's drive. Hey, it's running better. I was, I love that. <laughs> it's got the big cattle pusher on the front of it. That's how they sweep. They just clean the ship yeah. and they run the car across it. The poor old dude that lives in the tanker belly in a dinghy, and he's so happy when he dies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was he does he say like finally or something like he, that? He's
1: Finally, or thank God, or something yeah. i can't remember what it is. Which, I—I like,
0: I don't know why they're holding on to. Like he was like the keeper of oil.
1: Yeah, they're, he's letting them know how much of the black stuff is left. He had a <laughs> measuring stick, and they're down to like four feet. You which know, and that
0: that's what they were using for their bombs or stuff like that.
1: That's their fuel. That their was fuel. Their, that was okay. their. So what they add in the Ulysses cut, which makes a little bit more sense, is the Mariner. Kevin Costner watches them pump the fluid out and put it into the plane. So he's like, ah, I know where they're getting their fuel. And it's just running off basically, you know, refined oil. And that's why he knows to hold the flare over that hole. There's a little hose coming out that he saw and that's why he's like i'm not bluffing i don't think he realized the entire ship was going to explode uh, you
0: don't realize that he was like i'm gonna get two thousand uh plus body count real quick
1: uh, and we're not like, there yet we're not there these yet poor
0: souls that were some of these guys could have been innocent but i guess because of the line of work that they were in you are a casualty of who your boss is and the product that you are you know delivering
1: you're, you're, you're guilty by association yes you are guilty
0: <laughs> by association um <laughs> i I don't know (laughs) like there was a lot of people that died really quickly like a lot
1: (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there hold on we have a whole segment for that part
0: i couldn't believe how in the blink of an eye they're like you wouldn't do it you crazy son of a bitch he's like watch me i got no regard for all these people because all it'll do is make my life much easier to kill the last four of you
1: but like I said, he doesn't know that. But it's also like, do you realize how much danger you're putting Anola into? I'm gonna blow the ship up.
0: Maybe he didn't realize he, how flammable the fuel is. And it's just think- like, oh shit! What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh-
1: not only does he blow the ship up and it explodes, he jumps back down into the hull where the fire is.
0: Oh boy!
1: <laughs> works his way back up to where the deacon is. The deacon gets down to the deck, which is hilarious. They just back and forth. We get the awesome zip line, you know, scene that he actually did. They're setting off the explosions. Even Love it. with
0: the zip line scene and the explosions. Like you could tell, like this is some really cool old school movie making. They're on oh, set. That was. They are doing stunt works. They're doing the practical stuff live. Like,
1: it was once legit. Again, Like
0: how no one died is beyond me. The uh,
1: explosions are happening. They had to be perfectly timed because that was Kevin Costner the whole time. So the explosions happening behind him were not so added later. Die, uh,
0: one, two, but
1: yes. now, now. He's, You've got the guy from Tropic Thunder going, Mother Nature's about to piss her (laughs) pantsuit!
0: But even, like, his trap,
1: because, like, Dennis
0: Hopper gets on the plane with the girl, and, like, they're wanting to fly away, which I don't even realize if he knows how far he would actually get. It doesn't
1: matter. It's a seaplane. He'd been fine.
0: But Costner's plan of how to stop the plane, I'm like, oh, my God, you're going to kill both of them.
1: Right. No regard for Enola. No he regard. crashes here that here thing. You, but I'm going to crash a plane. Literally. like it. But it also shows like he doesn't know how this shit works. He's like, uh, I'm going to throw an anchor on it and see if I can pull it down. Heavy make thing go stop. And I'm just That was the other thing. He tries to blow up the ship with Enola on it. He crashes the plane with Enola. Everything you're not supposed to do in an action movie, he does it. You know? <laughs> He, he he jumps out, you know, uh, up onto, you know, they, they climb onto the, the, the blimp. Let's call it a blimp, whatever. Enola falls out of the damn thing. Like yeah. 80 feet in the air. She would have been hitting concrete, basically. Oh. Mythbusters did prove that. Like if nothing's disrupting the water tension, that's going to hit like dirt. But nope, she falls, and then he bungee jumps down to save her.
0: Without tying the bungee first, it just expects everyone tie out there this. to you know tie this, and I'm just like, I would panic, and I would be that fifth element moment again go. with the the uh, match, like, oh god, oh god, I, I can't, it burns, it burns, I can't hold on to it, it's really hot, and then it's just like, oh well, can we lower oh. the hot air balloon? Is that a thing? <laughs>
1: How he handed it to Helen, not the other dude. And she's like staring at it. I immediately go, if I did that to Jackie, the first word out of her mouth would have been, what'd he say?
0: And- <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. Like, wait, what's he doing? Does he want me to like hold on to it? Like, maybe that's what I would do. I would like tie it around my arm. Like, all right, I'll just, I'll, I'll hold his it anchor. And then like, I go over the hot air balloon.
1: <laughs> he goes, whoop, go <laughs> It's all I could picture in my mind was just like that was the worst laid plan. <laughs> tie this, <laughs> and he jumps. Uh, it's just insane. And even
0: then, like if I tied it, I feel like I would tie it like a shoe, so it would come undone like super quick.
1: Right, it's the worst. Worst <laughs> not ever. How to knot. <laughs> he just loops it. That's it. Eagle scout. <laughs> I twist it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just kind of like rub it around and like pray for the best.
1: But this does give us the classic action movie trope. Dennis Hopper didn't die in the plane crash, because obviously Enola didn't either. Climbs up the rope. He, uh, Helen hits him in the head with something. Enola kicks him. He falls. Okay, that didn't kill him. Now he gets on a jet ski. And apparently the other guys on the jet skis know what the hand motion this V movement means which means converge on the kid we're going to kidnap her and then we're going to get dry land instead they just like oh we're going to go that way at full speed they have no idea what the plan is at that point point. <laughs> and, and kevin costner yanking her yoink right up into the air and they all crash boom fire explosion Dennis hopper dies it's did it works. I love the end of this movie. <laughs> I love it. And the Exxon Valdez is sinking because it's going down front and you get the name yeah, of you the, get
0: the, the branding, which is exactly what every oil company wants.
1: You oh, know? I bet Exxon had to love this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: cool. There's our boat with all the oil sinking into it. Good thing we're not BP, I guess. You're or is Exxon right. mobile part of BP? I don't know. I hate all those
1: bastards. <laughs> I think it was the Valdez that caused that. That big oil leak, though, from the the ship, you know, the Exxon Valdez was a thing. You okay? Are you fighting something? Did the no. smoker get in your office?
0: <laughs> Maybe. And poster like, falling down. I might need more <laughs> tape. I don't know. Just <laughs> came at me.
1: Attacked by his posters. I told you not to get that stupid clown picture. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a cursed image, Nate. <laughs> All right, well, that's Waterworld. I love Waterworld. It's I did not think we were going to be able to do this
0: in, like, Why? time for... Because this is, like, our first really
1: long movie we've covered. Yeah, but we don't have to make our episodes as long as the movie that we do get some comments about. Your episode was longer to the, the movie. Ulysses
0: cut of this episode. Uh, we should we're going to add a lot two more two character cuts. development to both of our story arcs.
1: We just add more character development to us. I think yeah, everyone wants it. that to happen. <laughs>
0: Everyone's really hoping eventually I'm going to grow up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, man. Well, we've teased it. Let's get into the body count of so Water the world. So excited. Yeah.
0: Leave anything for us?
1: Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. So like normal, I found a video that went through and did like the carnage count and (laughs) actually it was, it gets up to the point where Kevin Costner is getting ready to get on the boat and we're at like 80 already. There's already 80 people that's died to that point. Yeah. Well, the atoll almost gets completely wiped out you have a ton of smokers that die you have the other little uh the the buoy out to sea that's just floating all those people are dead Is this
0: true? like i'm like there's like three main action set pieces throughout this whole movie you know that atoll scene the middle scene of the chase and then capturing the girl and then the, the final act and like yeah god they're so good
1: <laughs> they are um and then once he drops the flare into the tanker, the number jumps from like I want to say like eighty six to three hundred and sixty immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and the final tally for the movie is three hundred and sixty six people die That's in water. Insane. World. <laughs> so insane,
0: and like it also is impressive too. Like when Dennis Hopper is given that final speech, and you're seeing how many extras they hired on a movie that was already like b- ballooning over budget and just like yeah. the dedication of like, we want to like show how this guy has a following and show mm-hmm. like how lethal these smokers are. And just like to fill up that tanker with that many people.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing, like people don't realize like what gets added to budgets was just the, 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 the guest services and stuff like say, that, the food. Um, All the catering, the catering people realized, oh, you're in Hawaii, and we're the only ones here. They were charged an insane amount of money because who else oh, are you going to call? It
0: makes sense because, like, when I did like my little vacation to the Virgin Islands, like you don't even get a gallon of milk; you get like a quart of milk for like eight bucks.
1: Yeah, Yeah. because everything's they,
0: being imported in. So I imagine it's the same thing with Hawaii of like, oh so yeah. Wh-
1: Hawaii made millions off of this movie. That's, it went right into the economy, dude. It, Waterworld's Honestly, the best thing that's happened to Hawaii in a long good time. Good for
0: Hawaii. I really don't care about studio executives, so the more money they lose, I'm cool with it.
1: Uh, yeah, to an extent. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there's some good ones and there's some bad ones, but I mean, it's it's not like uh, Highlander 2 where they lost all their money to cocaine and <laughs> the Argentina government. So. Hey, man,
0: <laughs> I just tricked a bunch of suckers into making a movie to a, that, that doesn't need a sequel, and we're going to be a, about aliens on a different planet, and we're going to bring back the main character that died from his head being cut off. I, yeah, this was honestly just an excuse to have a tax write-off with cocaine. That's it, man.
1: All right, well, that's our body count, which leads us into our kill of the week. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. All right, Nate. What's your favorite kill of the movie?
0: It's the harpoon gun to the pilot. Uh, When she shoots that guy and, like, I don't know, like, you don't often see a harpoon kill, especially to that of a guy flying a plane and then the repercussions of, oh, shit, now what? Mm Mm-hmm like
1: unexpected. yeah it's, it's stuck to the boat now and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's circling it like an ad at with a snow speeder attached <laughs> <laughs> and a ton of chaos all happens after that um you know i that was probably one of the more graphic kills in the movie and i like that one a lot um but i think i'm gonna have to say Ah damn, I I just don't know. Like, there's nothing. Like, no one gets like decapitated in this movie. No one really just gets, you know. No, because slaughtered. I mean, it
0: makes sense. Like, if they would have released this as rated R, they would have made even less money. Like half of what yeah, they did make because a hundred and seventy-five million dollar R rated movie does not happen.
1: Yeah. I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go one just based off ethics, and I'm gonna say Kim Coates' death when they fight down into the hull of the ship. I would because gonna say he, that would
0: have been my honorable mention because yeah. like he has a change it? of heart,
1: yeah. you know, and it's like no, nope, this is a bad deal, and I'm gonna go. At first, you know, at first it wasn't like he was gonna go kill him. It's like deals off, and Kim Coates escalates it, and you hear the fight. But then when Kim Coates comes up out of the hole and you see him from the front, then the camera turns to the back and he has that huge slice down his back, you know, from the knife. And I'm like, yeah, I like that death. That that death deserved to happen.
0: Can we talk about one other thing, too, before we move on to the next segment?
1: I don't know. That makes me nervous. Dennis
0: Hopper shoots Kevin Costner in the back and he just kind of like is unfazed by it.
1: So I, it looks like they hit him more in the side, like in the meat, because even Dennis Hopper goes, I winged him. Yeah. So he said I, he wings
0: him, but like a wing to me, would be like the back shoulder. This was like towards the gut, like kidney area. It looked like to me, I'm like, you just killed him.
1: I think it's, it's more, a slow, painful
0: death, but like, and then the blood trail in the, yeah, the ocean,
1: get the trackers. How they find it.
0: But I meant to mention that of like, no, that's, that's, a, that's one of those, uh, wounds that you don't see happen often. Cause it'd be like, I think you just gave him a fatality wound.
1: I, I think it will. Like I said, I think it's more, it grazed his side. It hit, it hit fat flesh, whatever. And it was just a flesh wound. Um, and I do like that it's affecting him throughout the rest of the movie. He, he always kind of holds his sides at certain times, you know, just like I got hit. Um, No, it's interesting, but I mean, there's a lot 366 people die in a PG-13 movie. That's pretty damn good. And, you know, there's at (laughs) least some some notable kills. I mean, if you want gore when Dennis Hopper's eye gets took out is actually probably the goriest thing in the movie. Yeah, it is. And even gorier when they're trying to stitch it up and they put the fake eyeball in it and the guy's using a paintbrush you paint a house with (laughs) and he's like, (laughs) Ah, this looks great. It's like, does it? What do you, you tell me the truth. It looks like shit. He looks in the mirror. It does look like shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unhinged Dennis Hopper.
1: (laughs) All right, man. Well, let's rate this bad boy. All right, Nate, you gotta go first. What are you rating Waterworld, Bubba?
0: I'm giving it a 7 out of 10. That's my on score. Okay, fair. Yeah, I can see that. Now, it was one of those I, I didn't expect it to be as high. I was kind of expecting, like, maybe this didn't age well. Um, but, like, honestly, like, those opening scenes and opening shots, and then, like, when we get to the Atoll, it's like, holy shit. There's a lot here right out the gate going in favor of Waterworld. And then the they went happened, all out. And it was just like, yeah. And a lot of it, like, it probably would be an eight if I saw the Ulysses cut.
1: Yeah. Um... I, I
0: have, like, just minor stuff to complain about it. I mean, some of the stuff is just the product of its time, you know? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I really enjoy Waterworld. I think everyone should kind of give it a chance. Like, I feel like this is a movie, if it were to hit Netflix right now, it'd be one of those in the top ten, because people be like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Like, l- let's see how it is. And then I would read an article from some random, like, Websites like in the top 10 Waterworld, this it, it would be the headline would actually be this bomb of a movie I has found new that. life, you know, I
1: hate and those then I would click out, go, what's
0: the bomb movie that they're talking about I'm like, oh, it's Waterworld. It's number yeah. six right
1: now. I, I hate when they do that crap that click it's clickbait bait, and I garbage. fall for it every time <laughs> they falls for all the clickbait
0: I do Mandalorian season two he's walked off set like no he hasn't well I might as well read it just in case <laughs>
1: maybe maybe I don't know he wasn't even really on set half the time it was a different guy <laughs> yeah. under the mask um so yeah you bring up a good point I've now watched two versions of this movie that give me two different uh outlooks on this movie i love Waterworld. It is is one of my favorite movies since i was a kid i watch it all the time N- you know I- easily i could be like oh it's the greatest movie ever it's really not the greatest movie ever but it's not what you're led to believe from the critics and you know people that have poo-pooed it over the years it's
0: one i wish i could go back in time and could remember being a kid to see it because I-, I do feel like kid me would have actually really enjoyed this but This was one of those movies when I think mom and dad rented it. Like mom's just like, "Why'd you rent this? It was a bomb. Like this is gonna be stupid."
1: Yeah, see, dad and I I, rented it. Probably
0: was like discouraging to me of like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go outside and play then or something."
1: Dad and I rented it, and you. This is the movie when we decided we don't care what critics say. It's this movie right here when we watched it and we're like, "Why is this getting you know such bad reviews?" That was the moment where we're like, yeah, critics are stupid. We know what we like and this movie is amazing. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a nine and that's combining the theatrical and the Ulysses cut. You're a man
0: that loves his water world.
1: I do. I guess normally I probably would have been in the eights, but now that I have so much more added to it and now I have two ways to watch the movie. I can go, do I want just a thrilling action movie? I'm going to watch theatrical or do I really want some in-depth, you know, world building. I can watch Ulysses. Um, and because I get two versions, I'm going to give it a nine. I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. I don't care what people say about it. If you hate it, fine, whatever, man. I don't, I don't care. This movie, I would say would to never try it. though. Like yeah. I
0: honestly would say to everyone, like because you're probably going to click on this episode and go, "Why the hell did they pick Waterworld?"
1: Honestly, dude, if they've listened <laughs> to us at all, they know why we picked Waterworld. And fairly certain so. we've
0: mentioned Waterworld in an episode before. Actually. We
1: have, but also we're not just reaching into a hat and pulling names. We are picking movies that mean something to us for the most part, and Waterworld means a lot to me growing up and it's a now kevin costner's on our roster you know we haven't done a kevin costner movie you know so it, it fits and the when action does happen in this movie yeah there's a lot that this isn't fast paced action but when they do give you action they they give it all to you and they it's all you the big
0: Hollywood spectacle, like that's that's the cool thing that I really liked about this it. Like,
1: movie. Got a ride at Universal. They got a stunt show. Did it there really? is a Waterworld stunt show that they I have. Like, how the, long
0: that was going on for?
1: The the jet boats flying out of you know sets and all this stuff. I mean that for a movie that bombed, they were still like, damn. There's some really good shit in this movie. And
0: that's the thing that's crazy to me. Like this is a movie that you just don't see get made anymore because of the price tag. It mm-hmm. being an original IP. And then they didn't do a sequel. Obviously you no. could have done a prequel. It's a lot like rain of fire where it's like, this was a one and done. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, the toy line. I even just looked it up. There was a comic book, like a four issue comic book run and that was it. But this is something that in today's standards, we would have been bombarded with all the marketing all the toys and stuff first and then that we've already had netflix signing up for a prequel that has nothing to yeah. do with the zombies and it's about the bank robbers before the zombies you know like that's what would have happened like we this, would have gotten
1: this property i would never be surprised if all of a sudden we got Waterworld the series you know i i could almost see netflix or hulu or someone trying to capitalize. like you said if it ever got put in the top rankings and it got you if know, it got
0: people's attention again went oh maybe we can make money off this like
1: yeah see this one I'm possible. gonna I gotta say doesn't quite hit what I would call like cult status but it has its fan base it has its fan base so much that a fan fixed the movie and it got a legit release where the season. studio went yeah
0: okay well wow yeah, that's like, that that to me is a just lot. so mind-blowing
1: that says a lot right there And you know That's because of the strength This movie has That you know People just don't want To give it credit for So Alright man Well while we just Praise this movie From one end to the other We unfortunately Have to do the part I hate now And that is Trash Opinions I'm the trash man
0: I come out I throw trash All over All over the ring And then I start eating garbage And then I pick up The trash can And I the guy on the that's
1: going to be a disaster. Break my heart, Nate. Well, this
0: comes from Cadinal Dude 2003 who reviewed this in 2003. Well, that, that works. 1 out of 10. Bass as it gets. Okay, there are bad movies that know they are bad and end up pretty decent. Then there's Waterworld. This movie is bad because it tries to be good, but fails in all accounts. First, the plot. If you have seen Road Warrior, you saw this movie. The same plot. The only difference was Road Warrior was new and fresh at the time of its release. And much better. Second, the acting. Costner acts like he is made of wood. Hopper is so over the top, it is annoying. The rest of the cast is, well, either the stereotypical half-crazy evil thug or I'm innocent, helpless target of the thugs. Third, the set and stage. It is terrible. How much rusted metal and tired clothes do we have to look at slash? Fourth, the plot and story. Where do they get all the jet skis? How do they keep them running? Where do they get the fresh water, etc.? Now, I like an action movie as well as anyone. The Road Warrior, for example. But this movie tries to take itself seriously, and it's nothing more than a formalistic story with bad acting sync the movie and watch road warrior instead to that. I say, why not both?
1: Yeah. Watch them all. There's nothing wrong with having multiples. I I do want to,
0: why some people have to like do that. You're allowed to like both.
1: He did bring up a point that I forgot that I wanted to mention. Um, it does rain in Waterworld. There's a scene in the Ulysses cut. Really? Um, they're eating the fish that he catches. Yeah. And, he gives her water and he goes go ahead drink it you know drink as much as you want it's gonna rain tonight and i'm like well of course it rains why wouldn't it rain that's how that's (laughs) how they're collecting water because it where they do have like pure hydro now probably they can't collect a lot of it i mean you would have to have a pretty who knows how long it actually rains, but that would be a natural filtration of ocean water, rainwater.
0: Now this does bring up also another point that I forgot to bring up. Hmm. There's no trees, so how's there any oxygen?
1: So I don't know how that works, but there is o- <laughs> there is I feel like oxygen. Like the in- one
0: thing where everyone be like,
1: ah, oh, shit. <laughs> there is oxygen and water, though. So it's H two O. It is H two O. And
0: they, I don't know enough about science stuff.
1: There is a tree on the atoll. Uh, Not that it would produce enough oxygen for people, obviously. Oh yeah, that one tree
0: just got everyone by. Yeah, they go over and take a big whiff of the leaf.
1: Yeah, everybody just goes over and cups their hand around it, (laughs) uh, and they're (laughs) just going to take a little bump. Also, in five hundred years. It may be we've adapted. We've mutated. Needing... I, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, uh, we don't need as much
0: oxygen. Yeah, like we have now learned to live without trees. So the body has now changed. And if we can have gills on one singular human, then we can, right. you know, not need trees.
1: To there, there's a ton There's a ton of ways to dig into it. So I, I mean. still
0: support the local, you know, rainforests and woods and all that. Please do not tear them down in support
1: of Waterworld. <laughs> Damn it i was starting a petition oh well <laughs> that's fine i really wanted i was building a boat and everything yeah, i know
0: jackie give me the boat i would not live in a water world situation at all the moment i have to eat fish i'd be like yeah you just go ahead and drown me
1: i hate fish i get seasick i would not work well no i would world. i would
0: not enjoy my time whatsoever and i would like the rum but the rum would only get me so far
1: and as I've said, I would have been a smoker already. I already know where I would have ended up. You know, I'd have been working in the mechanics part. It's like, where where did they maintain all their jet boats? I don't know. They were on a giant tanker of oil. I wonder how they maintained all their jet boats. I don't like that review guy. It was stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's uh, another one in the books for us, man. We have done Waterworld. Um, yeah, I'm happy we did Waterworld.
0: Never thought it could happen.
1: No. Yeah, we did. We knew we do an action podcast. Waterworld. Yes, <laughs> that's going to happen eventually. There was a Waterworld game on the Virtual Boy. Remember the Virtual Boy? Barely. And it was a failure, not because of the game, but because of the Virtual Boy. Yeah, <laughs> that was that everything was like red, wasn't everything it? Everything was
0: red. Yeah. And like motion sickness
1: that yeah, well it worked for Waterworld. maybe that was the it game did. maybe they just didn't understand how to play it uh but all right man well i uh, just want to say thank you all for checking us out once again this week on the action side of the podcast uh if you haven't yet nate and i did just uh appear on the action elite live stream where we did our giant predator movie ranking sit Nate's- down
0: for two and a half hours.
1: Nate premiere hey, you say that but man we've got a it's one of our best viewed videos um no it was a lot of fun uh huge blast thanks everyone for having us on there so it was a lot of fun
0: I had a blast with it I was getting more and more amped up like leading into
1: the launch I was dressed as Blaine and yes watch the video you'll see me dressed as Blaine from mm-hmm. Predator um And, uh, we have we still haven't decided on the actual next movie we're doing, but we know one that we are going to do on our live stream. So stay tuned for us announcing that. And if this comes out before then, I don't know, you'll just be like, oh yeah, you already did that dumbass." Um, so yeah, like I said, we don't have a set schedule for our YouTube streams. We just kind of do one when it strikes our fancy or when someone has time to actually do stuff on schedule. Unlike hey man, a. when
0: the chance to see the original Nightmare on Elm Street in a movie theater happens, you jump on that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't knock you for that. I mean, that's fine. The score was
0: fantastic to hear that in that sound system.
1: I bet. Awesome. I, mean,
0: I did not re- remember how low of a body count that movie
1: has. Very, very low body. Three,
0: count. four with an asterisk.
1: Yeah the the mom doesn't yeah. really count at the end, does she?
0: I. I don't know. I mean, it's all clearly a dream, but it's also one of those things where it's like, I don't think we ever really knew what to do with Freddy when it comes to ending those movies.
1: No, and I, that, as much as I like the shock factor of that, it totally is a mannequin he's dragging through the window oh, it's of that such, It's such a great it's mannequin. so stiff. <laughs> it's like she turns into it's like she does the movie mannequin and she turns back into the department store yep. <laughs> <laughs> pulls it through the window. I was like, so it's one of the only downsides to the first
0: one <laughs> to a Saturday and Costner feature.
1: That's fine. Coffee and Costner, man. We'll take mm-hmm. it. So, all right, guys, make sure you uh, check us out over on all of our social media. We are on Facebook groups. Give me back my action and give me back my horror Instagram under the same TikTok. tock uh twitter i'm trying to stay more active on twitter we are on youtube we have videos up please go check them out we did a review on prey which was actually pretty awesome we did a live chat Um, also check out all the other shows in the network you've heard us say them you hear their commercials so you know where to go Um, so just please i've got a bone
0: to pick with you pete oh i'm calling you out pete Uh good beer bad movie night how the hell you gonna do john carpenter's vampires and not invite charlie and i that was really mean it hurt my feelings
1: not only that their ratings of that movie really upset me so um i i adore that movie uh period it's one of my favorite carpenter movies um he has plenty of others it's not like my top five or anything but he
0: he didn't he didn't tell us that he was going to do that
1: he didn't they also didn't tell us they were doing machete they didn't tell us when they're doing uh, maximum overdrive
0: some some moments of crossover here that that I, i i drink beer too
1: it's like i don't like action movies charlie then why have you done so many on your show okay I mean, even just for us to just, just run some stuff by us once in a time. Yeah, Peace? Just
0: just say, you know, like maybe if
1: one of you are free, it doesn't have to be both of us. We're, we're, yeah. we're not a combo package. We're our no. own people. We are. I, I just brought Nate on to the Action Elite. I've been on that one for a while. I never
0: get invited back. I made a lot of people mad. So, you might.
1: Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we've had meetings. I'm not saying we haven't. <laughs> I'm not saying that there's a separate
0: group text now.
1: <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, I think sometimes there's, there's a certain movies you should run by us. You know,
0: if you're going to think about doing a movie, you know that like maybe one of us would enjoy
1: Maybe just send us an invite. That's right. You know, it's like I I won't do any more werewolf movies. Is that the problem? Is that what you're mad about, Pete? All the werewolf movies right, is it because
0: we're taking the werewolf movies and he wants them for his own show.
1: The, he can do werewolf movies. I happily would have gave him wolf in exchange for vampires. I would have done that. That's a fair deal. In this I thought market. it was I thought it was a fair deal. I thought it was a fair deal. All right, man. I I I think we're done. um You got anything else? Mm.
0: No, I got nothing else. What's a good word, Charlie?
1: Dry Land's a myth. All right, man, uh, we, got, we got another email, Nate. We do? Yeah, we got another email. I think it's... I lost
0: access to the email, honestly. Oh, well, you just
1: have to sign back in. All right, well, we have more fan fiction. Another bit of fan fiction for your long-lost co-host. Oh, he must feel bad that he did vampires without us. So.
0: Oh, maybe. Maybe that's yeah. why he emailed us.
1: So here's our first one. Reign of Fire, Rise of the Werevren. I guess I'm saying it right humanity digs up a dragon egg dragon is born and wipes out most of humanity dragons rule the day the film ends like a zombie movie where everything feels hopeless oh okay okay part two i'm I'm on
0: board right now that sounds like the first movie
1: yeah part two reign of fire hell on earth A survival story as humanity tries to grab a foothold just to escape complete extinction. An ancient book is unearthed describing how the dragons were originally defeated and it becomes a race to get the information out to the world. That's movie two.
0: Okay, all right. So right now what I'm feeling is these are universe movies. They're not technically direct sequels, it seems. These seem like these are all movies taking place in the same universe and we're kind of getting different areas of the Reign of Fire.
1: I mean, it could be, but I'm also getting like, this is kind of like a Lord of the Rings type trilogy thing. Okay, okay. Here we go. Reign of Fire, Rise of Terran. Copies of the ancient book have been smuggled around the world at great cost to the humankind. See uh, See Star Wars Rogue One. He had to put a little footnote in there. Oh, okay, okay. Using the book, weapons are forged to fight back the dragon horde and slowly regain dominance of the earth. Even with the new weapons, can the human population outlast the current kings of the world? I'm gonna say nope, and then we get waterworld.
0: Oh, what if the dragons lead into waterworld?
1: See? all the dragon breath causes global warming and dragon yep. farts yeah and, all
0: the yeah and then yep. they, those melt the polar ice caps yep and then water world 2 is water world 2 the hunt for the dragon egg
1: water world 2 sea dragon
0: whoa